We are experts in managing stress. We do it at the midbrain. We do it really reliably. We do it very quickly. And it's foolproof. I've never met a single subject that didn't experience the benefits of new health. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Two things before we get started. The views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those of Dr. Carter or this podcast. One of our podcast partners has just announced special pricing for our listeners. Wharton's Jelly Allograph for $475 per cc. You heard that right, only $475. White papers are available. This is for a limited time, so act now. Why pay double or triple the price from other providers? To learn more or to order, text your name and the word JELLY, J-E-L-L-Y, to 561-962-1231. Write that down. It's 561-962-1231. On with the show. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast. My name is Dr. Ross Carter. Today, my guest is David Poole from a company called New Calm. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Dr. Ross. You're welcome. And so tell us a little bit about what New Calm is all about. Sure. I think the best way to explain New Calm is to start with the genesis and the inspiration of why New Calm. Uh -huh. Dr. G. Blake Holloway, who's a naturopathic doctor and neuroscientist based out of San Antonio, Texas. Yeah spent his entire adult life um, the last 30-something years working with a very extreme population. He treats acute PTSD and addictive disease. So these people, these poor souls, are trapped in an invisible injury. They're in the highest stress profile. You can't be more unwell in the anxiety spectrum than having acute PTSD. So for years, he was treating with the typical protocol of drugs and medications to keep them stabilized, keep them safe been trying to do cognitive behavioral therapy to help them get unstuck and move on beyond their mental incapacity, if you will. This technology was inspired by Dr. G. Blake Holloway after the Oklahoma City bombing. He was one of the people leading the triage okay. to um, take care of the victims, the survivors, the families, the whole phenomenon. And I think it was that moment where he said, this isn't, I'm not helping people. I'm masking symptomology sure. and they're going to follow a pretty typical path of being constantly insecure, exhausted, not being able to sleep, not being able to feel safe outside of their home. They're going to ruin their relationships at work. Mm -hmm. Their families get fatigued with this behavior. They're irrational. It's not a visible injury, so it's hard to relate to. It's hard to understand what's happening to you. And they get ostracized and lead to drugs and alcohol because your brain will find ways to solve the problem if you don't. Right. And then suicide. He said that's pretty much the path of someone who doesn't get treated the right way or can't overcome that obstacle. So for this Newcom solution, if there was one off the shelf, he would have used it. It wasn't his mandate to solve this problem with Newcom. His mandate was, I need to solve this problem with any means necessary. So he started with, as a naturopathic doctor, he started with supplementation. Okay. His platform has always been, if the brain caused the problem, the brain can solve the problem. You just have to give it the right materials. So he started with GABA, 
understanding that in the brain, GABA is in greater abundance than serotonin and melatonin at night. It's used to slow down the overfiring of neurons. And if I give you or supersaturate your body and brain with GABA, it should do a nice job of resolving stress. So he started there. He started with uh, urinalysis and blood work. And he said it was almost like one for the cuckoo's nest with McMurphy wasn't taking the, the pills. He was yeah. hiding one under his tongue. Same kind of thing. You do the before and after, and it wasn't showing up in the bloodstream. The GABA wasn't. The GABA wasn't. So this, is, this is a head scratch. I know you're taking it. Right. So you're ingesting it. It should show up. Well, what he learned was that the brain loves GABA, but it does not act on GABA until light deprivation. So the brain, as you know, in the central nervous system, your primary job as a human being or your central nervous system is as soon as you open your eyes in the morning, light stimulates your brain. Your brain says, okay, I've got to get to work again, another day in paradise. I'm going to use all of my senses to constantly survey my environment, make sure I'm safe, comfortable, and reliable. Well, it takes work and takes adrenaline. So GABA, if you give the body GABA, your brain says, that's great. I love GABA. Tonight, when I'm home alone, doors are locked, it's 10 o'clock, I turn the lights out, I will have a great relaxation experience before I fall asleep. But right now, I need a drone to do my job. So that's why I wasn't showing up in the blood work. Does it store it? It stores it. Exactly what oh. happened. Stores it and doesn't act on it. Okay. Yep. So he started doing some research. He was working with Stevie Ray Vaughan at the time. Okay. And helping him deal yeah. with his alcoholism. And he found some research that was happening in St. Persby, Russia, where they were using cranial electrotherapy stimulation, transcutaneal um, uh, stimulation to help resolve stress, to manage addiction and habits. And okay. Like bad habits. So it's called trans what? No, it's cranial electrotherapy stimulation. Cranial electric therapy stimulation. Oh, okay. Electrotherapy stimulation. Yes. I got you. CES. Was it zapping them? No. Well, in that regard, it was. Were, the alpha stim is one of the units. Okay. It's been in, that modality has been available for 60-something years. The form we use was approved by the FDA for insomnia, anxiety, and depression in 1981. Okay. So it's a long-standing therapy. But independent therapy, it's, it's pretty tough. Right. It's not that useful. It's not profound. A lot of people get aggravated by it or dizzy by it. So another interesting thing about NuCalm is that it's a combination of multiple therapies. Blake didn't invent CES. He didn't invent GABA. He combined by trying to solve the problem a bunch of different therapies that in concert would work to regulate the sympathetic versus parasympathetic tone, which is what he was trying to accomplish. And that was to help PTSD mainly. Yes. But this actually can apply to really any kind of overstressed mind. Oh, no, Absolutely. So let me just continue for one moment around yeah. the CES. So the CES he used in concert with the GABA supplement, and voila, he found out he was able to normalize an active stress response. So if you showed up, you presented with your acute PTSD, you are irrational because your body feels insecure, your central nervous system doesn't feel comfortable, so you're in the fight-or-flight response, which means all of your 76 trillion cells are mobilized to repair and defend yourself. Your blood flow goes away from your prefrontal cortex and frontal cortex, which is your cognition center, your rational function, goes to your vital organs, your major muscle groups to prepare for a fight. So when you show up to a therapist's office and you go through the process of therapy, your ears can hear. You're collecting data. You can't process the information. So it's like Groundhog's Day. So if I don't relax the person, I get them in a place of comfort. They can't process this information. So it just happens over and over and then they give up on therapy because it's not working. They're just not the right profile. So... Those two components, the cream and the stem, the CES unit, did a great job of normalizing, taking you from a high beta brainwave function, which is anywhere from 23 to 28, yeah. 
down to about 15 where you're mellow. It's a glass of wine effect. It actually works on the same receptor sites in the brain that alcohol binds to. Really? Now. I guess these was, two together would not be a good combination. <laughs> or would well, they? Well, we could try that after the show. <laughs> I like it. So, and then here comes the real interesting part. That doesn't force you into parasympathetic nervous system dominance, mm -hmm. Dr. Ross. That simply normalizes the stress response neurochemically. Right. Then Dr. Holloway said, well, what can I do? He was trained in medical hypnosis. He used hypnosis very often to treat, especially war veterans coming home from the battlefield, because knowing that they were going to have a psychotic breakdown, if they did, a safety word would get them back in line right away. So he's very good at medical hypnosis. So he started using binaural beats or started investigating that platform. Being a brilliant scientist, he's also paranoid, like many brilliant scientists. So <laughs> okay. instead of hiring someone to do it, he learned C-sharp coding, and he coded his own algorithms, his own platform, and tested it. It took him over two and a half years to develop this platform. And the reason it did that is binaural beats are really powerful and potent one, two, three-time exposures. Yeah. Because the brain loves shortcuts because it's processing so much information. So if you see something, it recognizes being safe. It's, hey, I get that, and I'll move on to something else that I need to test. Uh-huh. But what happens is your brain also gets bored very quickly. So it'll develop a tolerance for if you just present the brain with two signals, two disparate signals, constantly over time, your brain says, hey, wait a minute, I get this. You're trying to trick me. But my primary job is to make sure I'm safe, comfortable, and liable in my environment. I need to be awake and alert to do that. It'll dismiss that. So if you've ever done binaural beat therapies, you'll find out, hey, it worked really great the first time, second time, not so much. Third time was useless. Now what do I do? So you go to a different format. So he changed the formula from the static binaural beat, and he had a whole bunch of algorithms. These are nonlinear oscillatory algorithms. So the brain never catches up to the signaling. Okay. As soon as you get a hold of it, it changes. It might change at three seconds, 11 seconds, two minutes. That's the magic and the potency of new calm. Okay, so Blake needed to add another level of sophistication to the whole binaural beat platform. If to you trick will. the brain to back trick in the brain. Okay. And to keep him in a place because what he wanted is I want to induce parasympathetic nervous system dominance in my subjects so they're physically incapable of being anxious. Okay. Because that's their natural state. Sure. The trauma they've endured has put in place where they feel insecure in their environment. They're always going to be in that place. So this platform is all about disabling your ability to defend yourself, which sounds creepy or, yeah, interesting. or unnatural or unsafe. Yeah. But when you're in a high-stress profile, it's appropriate and really necessary, especially if you're living in a chronic state like that. So this literally disables your ability to fight. You can still have anxious thoughts. Right. You still say, hey, that was a really traumatic event. I don't like it. I want to think about it. But in that state of parasympathetic nervous system dominance, your heart rate doesn't increase, your blood pressure doesn't increase, your muscle tension doesn't increase. That whole survival function, the whole cortisol flood doesn't happen at all. So the last thing in the therapy of, or the platform of Newcom is light blocking. Nothing tells your brain you feel comfortable and safe than closing your eyes. 40% of your external data is through your visual cortex. So it's a four-part system. It's a topical cream that includes the GABA huh? and a potpourri of, think of it as relaxation fuel. Okay. Then it's the CES unit. Where we place the CES neuro patches is in a meridian point behind each ear. This is the best access to the frontal lobe. Okay. So we're not doing heavy stimulation. We're not trying to fatigue the local muscle groups with a stem. It's subsensory. I know you tried it. You don't feel anything when you put the patches on. Right. Don't feel but anything. it's direct access. And what it does is that signal, um, every two seconds sends a pulse. It stretches the ligand gate in the cell structure in the GABA system in your frontal lobe, increases the cell permeability and binds with the ingredients in the cream. 
that's what interrupts the stress response and normalizes that stress response neurochemically. Then we block out light, and then we use the physics. Right. At the end of the day, if I was going to summarize Newcomb, which I haven't done very well in this last 20 minutes, yeah. is this is hypnosis. But we don't want to fight your adrenals and your emotional instability or stability wherever you are psychologically, physically, emotionally around your stress profile. So we normalize that with that quote-unquote glass of wine effect, which yeah. is non-narcotic and all-natural with the stem and the topical cream. And then we use the hypnosis to guide you to the sweet spot of recovery, which is six hertz. Okay. Right in the theta zone. So someone on new calm is going to feel like they're about to fall asleep. You're just there, but you generally don't fall asleep unless you're sleep deprived. Yeah. Sleep deprived, your brain says, hey, thanks for taking me here. I'm going to go where I want to go now and get and capture that sleep that you've been denying me. And the nice part and the virtue here, and you alluded to it earlier, is there's lots of value propositions for the human body when you put someone in a state of recovery. Yes. The body's an unbelievable machine. And it knows exactly what to do to take care of you. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. One of the things that's really kind of shameful and ironic about our society is we're all about producing, being the hero, overachieving. If you slept more, you could do all those things that you want to do. All the glorious things that we celebrate can be done more. But you need nine hours, you know, or eight or nine hours. Nine hours of bedtime, eight hours of sleep, essentially. But it's the first thing you give up. If you've got to fly somewhere, you've got a test to take, or you're going to a concert or something's fun, entertaining, you're like, I'll sleep on the weekend. That's not how your cells work. They don't say, hey, we'll be fine with all our toxicity today for the next couple of days. We'll wait. We're cool with that. <laughs> so with Nucom, one of the fun surprises for us is people don't really understand stress. We have interesting time horizons as human beings. So, for example, if you saw yourself 50 years from now dying of emphysema or lung cancer, you wouldn't smoke. But everyone says, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not dying today. Right. I'm not dying from this one cigarette. Same thing around stress. If I showed you what's happening with your cell structure and your vital organs and disease, how disease is mediated from stress, essentially stress is what's going to kill us. You'd figure out ways to manage stress. It could be going for walks or playing hockey or doing Tai Chi or going swimming or reading a book. It's not going for a walk and thinking about work and talking on the phone about work. That's not stress management. That's walking and working. <laughs> so this is a really neat phenomenon because it's an escape from reality and it, quote unquote, forces you to relax. Most of us don't have a context for it. Most of us don't have a vocabulary for it. Everyone gets out there like, wow, that was, I don't even know what to say. First time we've done a new call because it never felt that way. If we had a culture that celebrated recovery and performance and stability, yeah. we would have better habits. Our work habits wouldn't be 9, 10, 11 hours a day. It'd be three hours of work, take a break. Three more good hours of work, take a break, and hang out with your family. Kind of like the European model. Right. So we would take a nap every day. I like that idea. Take a nap every day. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be good. Excellent. So what would you say is the primary things that it helps people that have are suffering with? Like if they have a condition, what conditions are, are What really we've seen, effective? Dr. Ross, is that when you eliminate stress, it's addition by subtraction. Everything else just gets a little easier. Decision-making gets easier. 
your relationships get easier. When you're stressed and you're the people who love you the most and you trust them, yeah. you don't behave well. You're caustic, you're rude, you don't listen, you don't say yes to anything because the first answer is no, I'm busy thinking about something else because it's so important. I would tell you this because people come to us all the time because they want to solve their problems. They've got MS or they've got fibromyalgia or they've got cancer. I say it's insofar that stress is going to exacerbate your condition and make it more difficult to tolerate, new calm helps. It really does. And I've seen a lot of anecdotes. We don't make any claims. We don't make any medical claims. All we say is we are experts in managing stress. We do it at the midbrain. We do it really reliably. We do it very quickly. And it's foolproof. I've never met a single subject that didn't experience the benefits of Nucle. I mean, I like relaxation. Um, I can tell you some of the profiles that are difficult with it. Um, we've got a lot of military folks, like key operators in the field. Yeah. We've got a lot of professional athletes. Well, these folks love adrenaline. That's what's going to be the best in the world of what they do. Yeah. They're adrenaline junkies. So saying, hey, I want you to sit down and relax for a half hour, they don't dig it. Yeah. It's not fun for them. It's not exciting. It's not what they're used to. But what happens with that is I say, hey, give me three days in a row. The first day you do this, you're going to get out and you're going to punch me in the throat because it was so lame. It's sitting there relaxing. <laughs> I said, but you're going to sleep in that day and your body's going to feel a little better. The next day you do it, your brain won't challenge it at all. The glide path is really slick. You get into this sweet spot very quickly. And you're going to notice the difference in your body. You're going to notice the difference in your mentality. You're also going to notice the difference in your sleep. And their currency is their body. So they're very aware of pains and aches and performance, and especially the mental side. So the next day, they're like, hey, yeah, I did notice a difference. You said I would, and cool, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Third day they do it, they pay me a lot of money. We become best friends, and, and <laughs> they become serial users. Because what I love about that profile is once they know something works, they abuse it. Yeah. They get calls all the time. Hey, I'm really fresh. I can only do new column three times a day. I'm like, you spoiled brat. Yeah. Most people don't have one hour a day to take care of themselves. You've got three hours a day, and you're complaining they can't do new column more. Wow. Around the other thing that I think has uh, been very profound is the sleep phenomenon. You can look at teenagers, aging folks, high achievers. Most people are sleep deprived. Right. Uh, it's actually a, an epidemic in a lot of ways. This doesn't solve your sleep problem, but it solves the problem of stress, which helps with sleep. But it also the side effect, if you will, of the topical cream and the stim unit is it really helps prepare you for a good night's sleep. Okay. Remember, Newcomb is about acute stress. So it's not trait stress, it's state stress. So you're going to get the benefits of Newcomb for about 24 to 48 hours. You're going to sleep better that night, the same night you do it, and the next day. And when I say sleep better, you're going to notice that you're dreaming, maybe for the first time in years. You are sleeping solidly. If you get up to pee, you go right back to sleep. And it's really hard to wake up because your brain says, hey, thank you so much, Dr. Ross. It's the first time I've had a good night's sleep in years. Where have you been? brother right I like that. so and then the last is the performance side when we talk about the operators in the field they're all about making good decisions under fire in unbelievable conditions so they can't do ambient and then speed to wake up it's not going to work over time it corrupts their gabergic system their whole sleep hygiene but also their performance so that natural recovery piece to get into the zone very quickly is, is really appropriate really, really important nice i like that what about for Travelers, people travel. Great question. I'm sorry I didn't touch on that. So jet lag, it's interesting. It's not that nebulous a science. It's hard to evaluate and diagnose because it's an uncomfortable diagnostic tool. You need, literally need to put a thermometer where you don't want to several times during your flight to check your vital functions to measure circadian rhythm. That's how they capture the data on jet lag. So what we do know is that your circadian rhythms are very sticky. Your body loves habits and loves patterns. It does not want to get disrupted. It doesn't care that you have a meeting in China. 
and you live in LA. <laughs> so the whole reason you get jet lag is, well, a couple of things happen. The whole phenomenon of flying and the lack of, you know, good oxygen, the alcohol people think is a great idea to relax. It's a terrible idea because it makes you dehydrated. But you wake up in a place where it's all about your circadian rhythm. It's all about hormones. It's all about releasing the right hormones at the right time. It's all about light deprivation and light activity. So if my schedule is New York-based and my normal retirement time is 11 o'clock at night, well, I start to wind down and the GABA system picks up around 8.39. That's the whole retirement function. And then in the morning, I sleep. In the morning around 4 a.m., if I'm waking up at 6, cortisol starts to pump. That's how you wake up. You, right. can't just, you don't just wake up and cortisol starts. It starts two, three hours before you wake up. So I decided to get on a plane and go over six or seven different time zones, and my body is completely whacked out. And the interesting thing is you've got the common phenomenon of, hey, I didn't have the right bowel movements, and I didn't have the right releases on my whole digestive function. Sure. My appetite is weird, and I'm groggy. Well, on top of that, you've got heart rate issues, blood pressure issues. A lot of your autonomic nervous system functions, they get disabled for a couple of weeks. Then you fly home, and now you're way behind. So yeah. imagine if you're a pilot or you're a road warrior. Mm-hmm. It's extremely disruptive. If you look at pilots and have been career pilots, they age really rapidly. It's not because their lifestyle is really uh, glamorous. It's because not having a, a fixed circadian rhythm is really, really terrible for your body. So what Nucom does, and I probably should mention this from the very beginning, is we're the only patent in the world for systems and methods for balancing and maintaining the health of the human autonomic nervous system. It's the only patent in the world. Shame on pharmacology because they can solve their problem in the weekend. Uh-huh. We've got the resources, talent, and money, but they make their money doing other things. So that being said, when you balance the autonomic nervous system, you balance your circadian rhythms and your biological clocks and your endocrine system. So you're achieving optimal health. So the way I use Newcom when I travel is I abuse Newcom. I'll do it <laughs> two or three times on a plane. I'll do it right when I get to my hotel. I'll do it the night when I go to sleep. I'll do it the next morning. And I'm locked in to where I'm at. I don't have jet lag. I haven't had jet lag in four or five years. Wow. And many people report that we have a lot of long-haul pilots who say the same thing. say, this is the golden goose for me. I don't get sick anymore. Immune function is great. I don't lose a day, you know, in Australia when I land type yeah. of thing. So it's been a really cool travel tool. And, and I think you'll see in the future a lot more people on Newcom. I know my neighbors, whenever I sit down, I say, hey, guess what? It's going to be a real quiet flight because I'm not going to say a word. Right. Nice to meet you. Wake me up when we land. And it's a nice way to fly because it goes by really easily, too. Gotcha. So does it put you to sleep while you're on the plane? Or? For me, I usually rely on it putting me to sleep. So I'm always anxious trying to get everything done before I leave. So, yeah. well, geez, if I have a 10 o'clock flight, I can go to bed at 3 right. and wake up at 6 and then sleep on the plane. I use Nucom. I'll put the cream on in the cab on the way to the airport just so I can be kind of balanced and relaxed through the whole TSA experience, yeah. which is not, <laughs> very, not very fun anymore. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing glamorous about travel anymore. And I literally get on and wait to say hello to my neighbor. And then I put the eye mask on and the headphones and the CS and I'm gone. So I do a lot of long flights to India or the UK or something like that. Wow. And I'll be on Newcom for five or six hours. And I love that because I don't want to work on the plane. I want to relax and, and recharge and, and get there and be focused. And one of the hard things about the road warrior lifestyle, people don't really pay attention to this, is you've got to hear it be, I spent a lot of money and time to get here. I've got to win the business. The team is counting on me. The company is counting on me. I've got to represent myself. Then I come home and my wife's been doing all the kid management and stuff like that. It's tag your it. Yeah. I got to be the greatest dad in the world. Right. I make the last tip. Yeah. Nobody says, hey, dude, how are you doing this? They just say, you're doing this. And this is what you need to do. It's your job. And this is your responsibility. So 
I've always appreciated the way people do that because no one else, you don't walk a mile in someone's shoes. To, people think, oh, it's so glamorous to travel to work. It's terrible. You're commuting long distance to work. There's no fun in that at all. It's misrepresented by a lot of people. So if somebody wants to learn more about New Calm and getting involved and using it, check out www.newcalm.com. And that's spelled N U C A L M. Com. We've got lots of content there, lots of cool case studies I think are really easy for people to understand. And there's also a book called A New Calm N-E-W, the proper way to spell new, written by Dr. Michael Gallaser. That's a really simple read. It's a free download on our website. And that talks about the etiology of New Calm, some of the science behind it, some of the case studies. But I like the human interest stories. You know, some people geek out about the science. There's definitely science on the website. But someone's story about how it impacted them, where I started from and where I got to. Perfect. I think is, uh, is a clever way to tell the story. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off.